welcome to the 112th episode of The Week with Roger, a conversation between analysts about all things telecom, media, and technology from Recon Analytics. I'm Don Kellogg, and with me as always is Roger Entner. How you doing, Roger? I'm great. How are you? I'm terrific. So, Roger, last week we rounded out earnings. We heard from U.S. Cellular, Boost, uh, as well as Altice. Who do you want to start with in terms of, uh, in terms of who, these, these new reporting? Well, characters. let's talk about Dish, right? Sure. Dish added a thousand subscribers. I think it has a lot more to do with the SPAC than with the underlying trend underneath. So Dish is owned by by Charlie Organ. He has seventy five percent of the voting rights, right? Mm-hmm. And so he's trying to to sell the uh, boost consumer business to a SPAC, a special purpose acquisition company, basically also controlled by himself. And so he he wants to basically spin this out of dish and spin this into another company where he owns at least half, if not more of that, which is always very, very interesting, right? How do you sell to yourself and, and not feel the wrath of the SEC and small shareholders? The answer is, you can't vote on it, right? So Charlie has to propose this to to the dish people, and everybody but him can vote on it, and the other way around too. But it would be nice to show a win, right? Mm-hmm. And so they eked out a win. A thousand subs, congratulations. To me, it looks much more... It looks much less than a rising balloon of things are going up than than what you know is commonly called a dead cat bounce. You know, I think this will go down again. Well, so I mean, churn went down. It went from four point three nine percent to four point two eight, but that's still extremely high even for prepaid. Yeah. The other thing that they announced was that they're pushing back the launch of Boost Infinite to Q one twenty three, uh, and it's going to be an AT and T and VNO to start. So it's not going to even though they're covering about 35% of POPs with their own towers right now, they're going to launch as an AT&T MVNO. And some of the devices they're going to sell are going to be able to roam onto, or are, are going to be band 70 compatible, right? Which will allow, let them onto the, the boost owned spectrum in the future. But it's certainly not like the, the independent uh, fourth carrier. I think a lot of folks, or at least the FCC expected. It's look at what I do, not what I say, Right. Mm-hmm. And launching uh, Boost Unlimited on AT and T's, or Infinite, uh, or Infinite, right? But then we knew that, right? And and Dish is actually honest when it says, like, right now their Genesis is like a nationwide beta test. So I'll give them credit for honesty, right? But it's still like really a heavy lift here, and. A thousand subs, come on, right? It's 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 still relatively early days in terms of their network, right? But yeah, but it's not on the network. The problem here is not the network. The problem is the is 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 sales and distribution. And I can't really see how a boost retail business controlled by Charlie Ergen performs any different than a dish-owned, controlled by Charlie Ergen distribution organization for, for Boost. People make decisions, 
number numbers and facts don't make decisions. People make decisions. And I think Charlie is as equally in charge of his company uh, in any company he owns. So I believe they will do what he says. It's interesting. It will be interesting to see if they are doing, if they can raise more money that way. That's a different story. They're, they're, they're about to raise $2 billion for Dish. What will be interesting is the interest rate, right? Right. And they're also using Spectrum as collateral. Isn't that correct? Yeah. But, right. But still, it's like, uh, the interest rates will say it all, right? So good job on a thousand. I wouldn't write any anything too glowing about that. All right. So next we have US Cellular. US Cellular. You know, you made a very good observation earlier, right? Well, yeah, I was saying they haven't grown their postpaid net since the fourth quarter of 2020, right? So they had... 31,000 postpaid net losses, 22,000 postpaid phone losses, postpaid churn 1.42%. So very still high for postpaid. And like I said, they they haven't, they haven't grown their subscriber base for quite some time. So seven quarters, right? Right. Hold on. 2020. A lot, right? Yep. And I've watched us cellular for like two decades and it has been really interesting that not during during LT LT's term, but before that, how US Cellular withdrew successively from competition and became from like an urban carrier that had like coverage in Chicago, that had coverage in like Florida, really intensive comp- competitive market, and withdrew to suburbia and rural parts. And even that is not helping, right? Right. Because the guys in red, blue, and especially now magenta are coming knocking. And they're knocking with a sledgehammer, right? Not with 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 a with a with a gloved uh, knuckle, right? So these guys are coming, and the churn is relatively respect is, is is respectable. The problem is gross ads. But as more competition is heating up, you know, some of our friends on on Twitter are complaining bitterly about U.S. Cellular and their coverage in some of their rural parts where they live. And say, like, if only competition would come, we would leave, right? And so... Well, I mean, it's really a David and Goliath story or David and three Goliath story, right? So 4.7 million subscribers versus, you know... Verizon's got 143 million. T-Mobile's yeah. got 111 million. AT&T's got 210 million. That you know, those those all include connected device figures. No, but, but I, I don't. You can be a small carrier and 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 do well. I think. Just say size size helps, but the economies of scale benefits that people assign to this, and I've done research this over the over the years. The economies of scale effects of having a large company are not as big as people think. So then what is it, right? If, if, if it's not scale and size and coverage and everything else, what is it? Execution and plan. Okay. 
right? It, I always say, like, if you're a small carrier, you're like a guy, and, and it doesn't matter if you're owned or not, or if you're like a fighter brand. You're like a tricycle, right? You run around, and you can be quick, and the, the, the big brands are like steamrollers. If you get caught in the path of a steamroller as a, as a tricycle, it's your own fault. But yeah, they will flatten you. But you should be able to, to, to go around them left and right because you should be smaller, more agile, more innovative, right? All of these things that that's a, that's a, that's a great example. But like, what, what, where are the small, innovative, agile, small carriers that are effectively fighting against the steamrollers? Mint, mint. Okay, consumer cellular. Yeah, but those are that's not an uh, that's not an operated network, right? Those are well, that's even harder. They they are MVNOs, and 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 being an MVNO is even harder than controlling your own network. Well, yeah, but you get owners' economics. You get owners' economics as a if you own your own network, right? I mean, I, I would think that would be, it, it, particularly for a company that's been around for as long as US Cellular. I wouldn't think that network operations would be their their failing point. I think it would be national coverage, marketing, all that kind of thing. Exactly, it's not what what holds them back. It's innovation. It's flexibility. It's it's risk taking. All of these things. If an MVNO that has a much tougher economic uh, conditions to work with, right? I always say, like, the MVNO model is a great model if you don't want to be really successful in wireless. Because the, the owner economics come to play really nicely around 5 million subs. And, oh, look, Comcast and Charter are at five and almost five, and they're building their own offload network, right? What a shocking surprise, right? And and US Cellular has been around the four or five million range, you know, slowly, slowly dwindling down. And they're basically also a family-owned business, right? They're 80% or so owned by TDS, which is controlled by the Carlson family, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So another family-run business. So <clears throat> it's not the macro environment. A lot of these, they, they are the masters of their own destiny, and they have tried different CEOs, right? And and to their credit, they hired traditionally, well, like what I would have thought really good leaders, like Mary Dillon. She was there like two, three years. And then made Alta this this huge conglomerate for, with cosmetics, and LT. I like LT. I met him, got to know him when he was uh, AT and T. He was running AT and T Mexico, where AT and T is clearly the underdog, and is fighting the good fight against Carlos Slim's America Mobile and how he has the government in his pocket, right? But not sure. All right. Well, we'll we'll see next quarter if they continue continue the slide. My bet would probably be on yes, but we'll see. Um, the past is prologue, <laughs> right? Altis, I think, is in a transitionary period. They are going over from 
a not very popular cable provider to, I hope for them, a more popular fiber provider, and that their woes are in the technology. I think they know that they that going to fiber is not solving all the problems, but that they also need to fix things like customer service, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We look at them and and we have like their net promoter scores for everybody and they're at the bottom. Let's be nice and say there's a lot of room for improvement across the board, right? Yeah. Yep. Although on the mobile side they did they did gain five thousand subscribers. So Yeah, again, nothing to write home about. Right. But on their base, right? So their base is only what, two hundred and thirty six thousand subs, right? So that's it's not fantastic, but they they're not large to begin with on the mobile side. So, yeah, and, and but you know, like the previous quarter, you know, they 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 showed like, oh, this is how many lines were free, and this is how many lines got paid, right? Yep. Yeah. So last in Q two, they had thirty three thousand net ads, twenty seven thousand and a half thousand of those which were free. Yeah, six six thousand paid, right? So I'll take free service too, right? Yeah. Exactly. Twist my arm. So yeah, and it's interesting because LTS is the the only cable provider that has their MBNO from T-Mobile, and so we'll see how that plays out. But right now, it's I think Comcast and Charter played their wireless card extremely well. I think LTS can do a better job too, but. You know, who am I? So overall thoughts on the quarter now that we've closed out, uh, everyone? Well, I think it, 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 the overall thought is things don't change until they change, right? Mm-hmm. And I know it doesn't come as a surprise to our listeners and to you that this quarter, again, showed impressively the power or the lack thereof of bundling with content, right? Yeah. Because... AT&T did almost as many net ads as as T-Mobile without content and raising prices, right? So, yeah, it was a it was a good quarter overall. You know, and I'm waiting for 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 Verizon to get a grip and become itself and start gaining subscribers again and they I think they will in Q4 and then we'll see what happens in Q1. Oh, I think they have to in Q4. I mean, historically, they've always been more weighted towards Q4 uh, yeah. than any other carrier, right? Historically, they never lost uh, subscribers in Q2 and Q3. That's, that's a fair point. Tumor, right? That's so a history point. is a bad predictor here. But yeah, no, I think they will. They, they should add, add subs in in consumer. So I think every everybody look will look, hopefully will look pretty in Q4. But yeah, it's... You know, it was good. All right. Well, that's all we have time for. I will talk to you next week. Catch you later.